Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today's poem is Longfellow's Twilight. Twilight begins in a familiar way, with a description of nature at a particular time and place. Familiar, too, is the place, the seashore. But we soon find that Twilight isn't a lyric poem about nature, but a dramatic poem about human relationships. The bleak night wind and the roaring ocean are only the setting. The poem is about a mother and child. By implication, it's also about a son and father and a wife and husband. The mother and child aren't united by the storm, as we might expect. The child, as he waits for his fisherman father to return as he does each evening, is completely unconscious of his mother. The mother, meanwhile, is going through her normal routine. I hesitate to say more about the mother, because the poem asks us to fill in a great deal of who or what she's conscious of. Is she thinking about her husband? Is she thinking about her child? Let's listen. Twilight by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow The twilight is sad and cloudy, the wind blows wild and free, and like the wings of seabirds flash the whitecaps of the sea. But in the fisherman's cottage there shines a ruddier light, and a little face at the window peers out into the night. Close, close it is pressed to the window, as if those childish eyes were looking into the darkness to see some form arise. And a woman's waving shadow is passing to and fro, now rising to the ceiling, now bowing and bending low. What tale do the roaring ocean and the night wind, bleak and wild, as they beat at the crazy casement, tell to that little child? And why do the roaring ocean and the night wind, wild and bleak, as they beat at the heart of the mother, drive the color from her cheek? Twilight is remarkably cinematic. With the sound of the wind enveloping the moviegoer, the camera drops from the darkening cloudy sky to the white caps flashing on the dark gray ocean. The camera slowly pivots around to the fisherman's cottage with its interior firelight glowing through its window. As the focus closes in on the window, we see a boy's face close to the glass, perhaps his hands cupped around his face as he peers into the darkness. Behind him, a woman's shadow is seen moving on the wall back and forth, not the shadow of a woman pacing, but of a woman going about her work of getting dinner on the table. I ask my students what does keeping to this viewpoint from without instead of moving inside the cottage do? What does the image of the mother's moving shadow do? Not simply what does it tell us, though that's important, what also does it make us feel? What questions does it raise? Why isn't the mother looking out the window with her son? What do we learn in this poem of what it means to be the wife of a fisherman? What do we learn about what it means to be a mother? Let's listen again. Twilight by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow 
The twilight is sad and cloudy. The wind blows wild and free. And like the wings of seabirds flash the white caps of the sea. But in the fisherman's cottage there shines a ruddier light. And a little face at the window peers out into the night. Close, close it is pressed to the window, as if those childish eyes were looking into the darkness to see some form arise. And the woman's waving shadow is passing to and fro, now rising to the ceiling, now bowing and bending low. What tale do the roaring ocean and the night wind, bleak and wild, as they beat at the crazy casement, tell to that little child? And why do the roaring ocean and the night wind, wild and bleak, as they beat at the heart of the mother, drive the color from her cheek? Though very different poems, the subjects and settings of Twilight and Longfellow's earlier poem, The Wreck of the Hesperus, are very much the same. Parent-child relationships and the dangers of the sea. The Wreck of the Hesperus is by far the more popular and well-known poem, but for me at least, Twilight is the better poem, or since better is very difficult to define when talking about art, perhaps it's more accurate to say that Twilight speaks to something deeper in me. It seems to me a more mature poem. Longfellow wrote The Wreck of the Hesperus in 1838, Twilight in 1846. Eight years may not seem like a long time, but in that interval Longfellow married Fanny Appleton, a woman much more his equal than his first wife Mary had been, and become the father of two boys. In addition, he had formed new friendships, read and taught more, and traveled more. Not insignificantly, he had written more. All these things mature a person, or at least they can. I hope you enjoyed Twilight, and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media so that they might join you and me each week by the fireside.